watch you, but I never get tired of that theme music. <laughs> that J.R. Curtis. What a guy. What a dude. The man, the myth, the legend, but that's, we are. That's the way we're going to know if he listens or not. That's right. Because we're here just gratuitously kissing ass. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to kiss his ass every episode, though. It's just going to be sometimes. I will. A little That's tongue a action. It's a test. Because if, if we did it every time, he'll just be like, yeah, you think me every time, and it's an easy answer. Oh, yeah. See, but if we just leave it out sometimes, then right. we'll know. He'll be like, hey, you didn't we'll listen. We'll know if he's listening or not. But anyway, <laughs> we are the EGAD Podcast, Esoteric Geeks After Dark. I am Johnny Tuero. With me, as always, is Sheena Van Cott. Hello. Uh, you can find us online. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> You're on your own. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Cool. Well, so today we are reviewing Knives Out by director Ryan Johnson, writer Ryan Johnson, yeah. starring Daniel Craig, Chris Evans. My best friend, Ryan others. Johnson. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. There's so many. I'm not. I mean, there's so such a, uh, a high name and so many friggin' people. Yeah, Tony Collette, movie. Christopher Plummer, some little Reaganomics masturbating Nazi. <laughs> that little fucker. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't heard of the movie, it's about a detective who investigates the death of a patriarch. <sighs> Played of by Daniel Craig, who was great. Yeah, of, a, ex, of an eccentric, combative family. Um, Daniel Craig is the investigator, and I have to say I enjoyed him in this much more than... James Bond. I'm not a fan of Daniel Craig, James Bond-wise, so I kind of went into this hoping that I would learn to love him like people do in James Bond. I I look at it the way... Oh, God. So, uh, this makes me feel bad. I never thought of it this way, but we're going to deep dive into my, my shame here. <laughs> so, you get those comic book fans <laughs> that are like, I like Batman and Wolverine because they're dark. Yeah, whoopty shit. <laughs> But that's kind of why I like Daniel Craig's 007, so I guess I'm one of those asshats. I just don't think he has the, the suave thing like Pierce Brosnan and Sean Connery did. You know, there was that's just, fair. when Pierce Brosnan would come up and talk to some woman in a casino or some shit, there was just nothing but sex happening. He's no Roger Moore. No, that's true too, but I'm just Or Timothy saying. Dalton. Well, but still. Daniel Craig is none of them. So but anyway, we're not talking about 007. Too serious. But anyway, his role in Knives Out is is the best I've if Now, he plays so a southern... Southern drawl. Oh, God. Uh, what's his name? Benoit? I don't even know. Juan. Oh, Isn't it Juan or something? Here. It, it's, it's a double B. It's alliterative. Benoit it's, uh, uh, ben, Blanc. Benoit Blanc. Benoit Blanc. Ben, Benoit. Benoit Blanc. Benoit Blanc. And I love his southern accent. I was telling Sheena that he also uh, played a southerner in Logan Lucky, which I really which liked. I have yet to see, and I need to. Sorry for popping that uh, ED there. Ooh, ED. Ooh, take pills for that. Anyway, so the plot of this movie is uh, Christopher Plummer plays a, a very prolific crime novel writer. Harlan Thrombey. And... Is found dead. So by the, ho- by the housekeeper. Yeah. So of course the police investigate, and they're ready to be like open and shut. The guy killed himself because that's where all the evidence points. But some anonymous benefactor has uh, hired, hired Daniel Craig or Benoit Blanc uh, to to look into this. 
And he has no idea who hired him. And shenanigans ensue. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also have Chris Evans, uh, Ana de Armas. Is that how you say it? She plays Marta. Yeah, she is more or less, I would say, the main character. She's very much the primary, I think. Aside from Harlan Thrombey or Christopher Plummer himself. Yeah. I'd say Marta. She gets the most screen time. And she's a very talented. Very talented actress. Yeah, she did really good, especially in those emotional moments. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, surprisingly not in it as much as I thought she might be. But, uh, and then we have, um, I said Chris Evans already. That's yeah. Ransom Drysdale is Linda Drysdale or you Jamie got, Lee You Curtis's got John Dawson or Don Johnson. It's a crazy huge cast. Yeah. yeah. Don Johnson, Tony Collette is a meh character for me. I, I, I like think she was just playing it the way that she, she was told to, but that's the kind of person that yeah. I was like, uh, yeah. she's the kind of person that, that's why I don't listen to, uh, the, Oh, damn it. What's that podcast that everyone loves and I don't love? The true crime one, Stay Sexy, oh, Don't Get Murdered, no, whatever. No and then we have um, Catherine Langford, who was the star of 13 Reasons Why. She plays uh, a, the daughter of Tony, Tony Collette. Collette in Tony the Collette's character, yeah. And it was kind of cool to see um, Catherine Langford in something other than 13 Reasons Why. I I, I enjoyed 13 Reasons. I thought she was very I good. I couldn't watch But it. I, I honestly feel like she kind of played the same character in this movie. Not obviously the same storyline, right. but but she was almost... There was no discernible difference between her character in 13 Reasons. Well, that's and, good. I didn't miss this. the part where she killed herself. Then. <laughs> and then uh, the... I, I, again, personally liked the, the two lieutenants. Uh, Lieutenant Elliot, played by Lakeith Stanfield... He was good. I liked him. He played a very, he was a very, uh, neither good cop nor bad cop. He right. was just a cop trying to get it done. But yeah. the other cop was a total, like a total fan of, uh, the, the murder victim Thromby. Cause he was a, an author. Yeah. Right? And, and just, he was geeking out a geeking few times out, and he yeah. had me laughing. Like he, like who was it that asked if they were fans? And he was like, the one guy was like, uh, yeah, I don't read fiction. But the other guy was like, oh my God, big, huge fan, huge fan. Trooper Wagner. That was the character. Uh, yeah. So he was pretty funny. What? Where did that? How did that? Okay. Apparently that? Joseph Gordon Levitt was in this and we both missed it. It says he was a detective. Was he just... What? I didn't see him. That's totally thrown off my whole He's, recording game the, just now. He must be in the background somewhere in, a, in a minor scene. He had to have been. How but anyway, weird. as we said, writer and director Ryan Johnson, Ryan who Johnson. directed uh, The Last Jedi and got mm-hmm. so much undeserved, in my opinion, mm-hmm. hate for that movie. Yeah. Uh, so people, of course, got online after that movie and just went on a tirade and... It was awful. I'm a fan. I'm so, a fan of Ryan Johnson's. So he gets on and uh, writes and directs this movie. And the, I, I will admit, there was a part where I was getting a little nervous. I'm like, this all seems really straightforward. I hope they're going to throw something else at me. And, of course, they do. So It was a bit, it was a bit on the predictable end, I feel. Yeah. But, but still, but without spoiling it, right? You know, which we do not want to do. Overall, the the film was two hours ten minutes comedy, dr- you know, comedy crime drama. I did at the end of the movie say to myself, 
that was better than than the trailer made it out to be. I do feel right. like the film itself was much better than the trailer. Well, they, they pushed it out as a who done it. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a Clue remake right. almost, and they even give a little nod to Clue in the in the movie. Yeah, was it Daniel Craig that said this looks like a the house is like a Clue board, it's like a Clue board or yeah. something like that? So it is definitely a little nod to Clue for sure. So right, it's a who done it for sure. But it was. What would you rate it out of ten? I would give it a solid seven. Yeah, I would have. Been, I would have been actually more on the six and a half. But that's, but that's still better than that's still better than what I thought it was going to be. It is an eight point one out of ten on IMDb. It was Not really sure well acted. That holds for most people. Yeah. Yeah. the The acting was good. I didn't really feel a moment where the acting was bad. No. Uh, everybody in the cast did good, aside from maybe the one uh, Catherine Langford, maybe not giving it something different than what she's played before. Yeah, or that I've seen. I'm I'm also not too familiar with her other work, so that could just be me being an asshole. This kid, uh, little 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 Nazi. <laughs> There's a character that's uh, he's one of the sons of yeah. someone. He's he's the grandson of the murder victim. Uh, Chris Evans, I thought it was kind of fun to see him play something very different to Playing Captain America. Yeah, he was kind of a dick. And also a grandson of the Also the a grandson, yep. And so everybody's like, you know, I don't know. It was just different. It was a, it was different than what I'm, I'm used to watching, I guess. Right. But I liked it. I did too. The, uh, I, I really, it's, it's hard to say too much about it without really, Spoiling things. like getting really deep into it. Yeah. I mean, we could always do a spoiler episode, maybe. Yeah, I mean, if if our listeners, plural question mark, I don't know, are interested, we can we can do a spoiler episode. If you're let listening us know. And you want us to spoil this movie for you? Please let us know. Well, we, you know, we, we we can do an episode about it, or if you guys want to, maybe like Facebook Live or something. That's something we could set up. We could do that. Yeah, we'll we'll talk to you, motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. Um, well, we tried that with the drinking and it didn't seem like anybody cared. Well, that was just, uh, <laughs> we're warming up. Well, we didn't invite people to that's interact tr- with well, that that's one. That's true too, but so, um, overall we liked it. It was, yeah. it was better than, than I thought it was. I would be. watch it again. I, I want to watch it I again. I don't think I would, I don't think I would pay to watch it again. Well, I would watch it again to see what I pick up the second yeah, time. That's true. I, I'd see it again on a streaming service or maybe yeah. even rent it or something. You would take the time. I would take the time to watch it again. Two hours and ten minutes. Did Was there a point where you felt like it was too long at parts? Or do you feel like you were pretty... I, I was fairly I was fairly satisfied with the overall outcome. Yeah. There was a point where I thought it was wrapping up. I'm like, really? This, this seems mm-hmm. really short, but yeah. it, it see, definitely I, was not. I kind of had... For a two-hour, ten-minute movie, I actually felt pretty thoroughly entertained through the whole thing. Yes. There wasn't really very many points where I was like, oh, my God, is this movie over yet? So I was I was always – they did a really good job at keeping me kind of in that suspense as to what's going to happen next. I mean, I think even at the end, you're like, I kind of want to know what's going to happen now. Yeah, I think you know? my problem with uh, – They could easily do a sequel. With, with one viewing – was I know it's a whodunit, so I'm over scrutinizing certain details in the movie that 
maybe they paid off, maybe they didn't. You know, maybe you kind of overthink it. Yeah, you, you want to figure it out on your own before Daniel Craig does. Right. I these think. these were you know multiple takes, and maybe they're slightly different because that happens. Yeah, it just does. Yeah, and but it's still. It didn't disappoint. I, no, it didn't. It was good. I, I liked the end result. Yeah. I definitely had my suspicions on the actual whodunit of things in the beginning. and Right. It turned out that I was correct. So <laughs> there's that. But, um, but yeah, I'd see it again. I'd watch it again for free. <laughs> <laughs> with a big bucket of popcorn. And a yeah, with my refilled popcorn. And a mug of beer. Yeah, probably with some beer. Yeah. yeah, it'd probably be funner with beer. I act, I have to say. Yeah. Uh, on that note, we're drinking Shock Top tonight because it's why not? Sunday, and we, neither of us went to the liquor store, and we didn't plan any fun cocktails or anything like that. So yeah. we were just like, ah, fuck it, let's get some Shock Top, and we'll okay. just drink that. It's kind of been a it's kind of been a, a down day for myself, so I didn't yeah. do much today. That seasonal affective disorder, though, is yeah. uh, is alive for me recently. Um, we were also planning on talking a little bit more about The Office. Johnny's been watching more. Yes. He thought he was still in season one, but it turns out he's in fact Yeah, in it turns out I'm just like halfway two. through season two. <laughs> I told him, yeah, they go by kind of quick. So yeah. and and it's enjoyable. So you don't even notice what episode you're on until you actually look or back out and look. I should say. No, but we're so. getting about to that halfway mark. So maybe we'll take a little break, come back, talk about that a little, because uh, it's super topical. Given that at the time it came out, smartphones weren't even a thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I will discuss my thoughts on the first issue of. Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the new comic crossover. Yeah, we're going to be doing little things like that where um, we read comics and stuff. And we'll review those as well as um, other random shit, even just toys. I bought some new toys today that made me kind of happy. So my friend Autumn asked me to look at Walgreens for an action figure and that she'd send me money for Christmas. So I got me a new Jack Skellington. That's awesome. <laughs> and then they happen to have a lock, shock, and barrel um, set as well. So I'm pretty excited about that. All right. So give us a second. We will have a quick commercial break. We will be right back and talk about some more bull shit for you all. Pay our bills. That's right. You're still here. What are you doing? Well, welcome back. Anymore. Yeah, we're going to fuss with the uh, headphones for a sec because they're doing their stupid thing again. Uh, they just like to make us disappear every once in a while where we can't hear ourselves. Bull crap. Anyway. We're back. So we're going to talk a little about uh, a couple of things. I started reading the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mighty Morphin Power Rangers crossover comic. Now, as of now, there's just the one issue. And I was never a fan of the Power Rangers. I was just a little too old when they came out. I've uh, garnered some respect for them over the years, uh, realizing that they have a really respectable sized fandom and, you know, in their own right. Uh, For a long time, I just kind of dismissed them and, you know, it wasn't my thing. And there's far too much of that. So I try not to do that crap. Uh, 
So in this comic, uh, with artwork by, uh, uh, I say again, Simone DeMeo, which I really liked. Her artwork was really well done. I didn't uh, see the writer. I don't have the comic in front of me, so I'm not sure who's writing it. Uh, but I was, I was telling Sheena before we started recording, you know, it's kind of your stereotypical, you know, crossover first issue where the, you know, the two heroes, or in this case, the two teams, fight each other, because of course they're going to. And so it opens up with the Power Rangers. Now, this is the original American Power Rangers, you know, Tommy and Billy and Trini and Kimberly and whichever one I forgot to mention, <laughs> uh, and Jason, but we'll get to that. They are fighting yet another one of, you know, uh, Rita's monsters and then a group of putties, and, you know, it's Power Rangers. That's what they do. Written by Ryan Perro? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Perot? <laughs> by that guy. <laughs> but 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 as they're fighting the... Uh, these villains, they do make mention that Tommy has been missing. Now, if you don't know, Tommy's the Green Ranger who started out as a villain in the series, I guess, and then became pretty much one of the most powerful Power Rangers ever, I think. I don't know. Again, I'm not super familiar with Power Rangers. So anyway, they're fighting. Tommy's missing. Here we go. Cut to New York City. Uh, the Ninja Turtles, of course, are fighting the Foot Clan, as they do, and just kicking ass, because of course they are, until uh, an unmasked foot soldier pops up and gets in a couple of really good hits on Raphael, which takes them all off guard because, well, you know, no foot soldier can usually do that. So this unmasked foot soldier is just some kid with long hair. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, it's Tommy. Because it is. But why is Tommy a foot soldier? Well, we don't know. Uh, it doesn't go into it. Um, but of course, you know, the the Power Rangers end up finding Tommy because they haven't been able to, to, to find him in a few weeks, I think they said. Uh, at one point, he gets in a little bit of trouble and activates his, well, I don't know, what do they call it, morpher? I don't, I'm sorry, again, I'm not Power Rangers guy. So when he activates his powers, uh, the the other rangers are able to find him and they track him down and, and come to help him. And that's when, you know, all they see, all the other rangers see is that the turtles are beating up on Tommy and that... You know they're they're going to help him, so the the rangers fight the turtles, and we're left at, with the end, at the end of the issue, knowing that Tommy's like, hey, leave me alone, trust me. He has some reason for fighting with the foot, and we will figure that out a little later. So, I uh, I enjoyed the issue. I will read the other five or six. I can't recall, but usually six. Yeah. But I, I think it's going to be fun, if nothing else, because I read the uh, 
the first Batman versus Ninja Turtles. I read the uh, Batman Adventures versus the Ninja Turtles, which was more based on the the animated series of, of both. And they're they're doing some really fun things with the turtles over there at uh, is it Boom or IDW? I can't remember. I, one of them. So the comic. Yeah, it's Boom Studios. Trying to get into the press site right now because I had access before, but uh-huh. I, I don't know if the password changed. Get you all fancy. I know I was going to try and get <laughs> some info real quick, but it's not working. But yeah, that's you know I've, I've overall I, I'm impressed. If you're if you're inclined to check it out, I'd say do it. You know, don't rush out and buy it. You know, if, if you're on the fence, maybe wait for the trade, see how it turns out, see how the reviews go. But so far, the artwork's good. The story is actually got me a little intrigued because i want to know why you know tommy is fighting with the foot but i actually was a big fan of of the sh- not a big i guess I, w- I was a fan of power rangers back in the day but i think it was more so because there was in fact a female on the team and that was kind of cool for me i guess i don't yeah. you know women in power it's always been kind of a thing for me but uh as far as the the mashup of the two i i don't know about that <laughs> well and and i don't i'm I not current i'm not current on uh ninja turtles comics alone yeah, yeah me either but i do know that a, f- a couple months ago they introduced a female turtle that happened by way of a blood transfusion from leonardo but again i know like nothing about it <laughs> yeah i didn't know anything about that so um where do you want to go from here? We want to talk about the the office a little. Yeah, so we were going to talk a little bit more about the office and uh, kind of, and that's another thing that Johnny's just going to have to gab about because I personally have seen every episode several times over. So uh, the whole point of that was to challenge, in case you're not familiar with other episodes, to challenge Johnny to watch the office because he'd only watched part, not even a whole episode, uh-uh. but part of one episode, and just didn't care for it. Um, at all because of the joker thing just uh, i don't know it was the way they did it but <laughs> but again it's if you know these characters right. that's what makes it funny but i think so. i jumped in it, it, it i think i jumped in like three four seasons in yeah so. and so he'd asked uh which which episodes he should watch and i said one two and three and so he watched it and now he's been watching more yeah and i, and I was uh sending messages to sheena about it and i was like oh yeah you know i'm uh I, th- I think I'm still in season one. Here's where I am. And I paused it and I was like, nope, I'm in season two. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like halfway yeah. through season two. Uh, I think, let's see, the episode I'm on was Michael Scott takes everybody on a booze cruise. And Roy finally decides to set a date for he and Pam to get married. And they. And the captain of the ship gives Dwight a fake steering wheel. So I think that's about where I am. <laughs> it's good. So the the last episode you watched, you said it was the one where Dwight gets a concussion. Right? Oh, was that the one? That's what Might you said. I thought. And he vomits on the car. I don't remember what order they go when, in. When when Michael burns his foot on the George <laughs> Foreman grill. Foreman grill. Yeah. 
Yeah, I did watch that in one too. In the beginning, so. he's trying to get everybody to come pick him up, but he Every, says he doesn't want everyone Dwight except to do Dwight. It. And Dwight's the only one that's willing because he's the only one that takes uh, Michael's injury seriously. I say injury loosely because oh, he God. he puts a he puts a, a, George, Bubble wrap. a George Foreman grill at the yeah. foot of his bed so oh, yeah, he can cook bacon, bacon in the, in the morning. <laughs> and then he's and then I like to I like to wake <laughs> up to the smell of bacon in the morning. Sue me. <laughs> And so the the people in the office aren't taking his injuries seriously. So he brings in a guy in a wheelchair in an attempt to say, hey, to do my, like stupid, disability awareness. my stupid foot burn and this guy's, you know, being in a wheelchair is the same thing. And as the you guys can like, guess, let me stop you there, because he's in a w- very obviously been in a wheelchair for a while. And since he was four, I think he said. didn't even want to like hear. He's like, like, how hard is it for you to or? What did he say? How do you get up and brush your teeth every morning? And he's like everybody else, you know. Yeah, I just do it. I just do it. So yeah, still enjoying that. Uh, last night, or no, I don't know. Recently, I managed to get through all of season two of the Netflix show Magic for Humans. I have not seen that. I I like magic. If it's not douchey Chris Angel magic, so. I grew up watching like everything David Copperfield ever did. I was like, that's like I don't know, classic like magic shit for me is yeah. David Copperfield. But the, you know that show's pretty good. Uh, the, it's oh, God, I don't know. How to, I really don't even know where to start with it. I like the guy. He's got a, a, a fun personality. What is it called again? Magic for humans. Magic. For it's humans. it's yeah just on netflix but i saw that there was a season two and just watched the entire stinking thing uh justin willman that's his name willman blends good-natured magic with grown-up laughs in this series that sends him out on the streets and into locations like schools to battle unsuspecting oh baffle Sorry. Battle. Baffle. And so I was like, he's battling people? Why have I not seen this? He's having wizards duels. To baffle unsuspecting people. He aims to wow the marks as he performs the tricks and illusions in front of them with no camera tricks to assist him along the way. Wilman squares off against a robot. Oh, there is a battle in a <laughs> in a magic battle and delivers a surprise proposal to a woman who married herself. What? Yeah. The fuck? Oh, I remember that episode. That was season one. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds interesting, I guess. Yeah. Well, and he's got stupid bits that I... Oh God. So he, he talks to people on the streets. That's his thing. You know, hey, you know, what's your name? So it's street magic? Sort of, Like yeah. officially street magic? And, and Card if, tricks and yeah. whatnot? If their name happens to be Susan, he's got a... Uh, a bit called magic for Susans and it's, <laughs> he just does a trick. It's not like a special thing, but I, I in, in the uh, first episode of season two, I had to laugh because the Susan in that was Susan Sarandon, mm. which seemed a little weird. Yeah, it is weird. What is the tie to her? I don't know. Or they, okay. Well, Maybe she owed somebody a favor. <laughs> Came out last year. One season? Uh, it's two seasons now. Oh, okay. Well, that's not what the internet says. Oh, the internet lies. <laughs> lies. It says, 
Well, no, that's Series not true. See, it says season two, episode one. Uh, but it says that just came out this December 6th. year. So there's. Yeah, it's yeah, it's so very recent. So there's not more than one episode yet. Can well, they, really they dropped say... the whole, they dropped the whole season. Oh, OK. Because I watched six of them. Oh, OK. So is there a big difference between season one and two? Then They're all different tricks. Just different stuff. Yeah. How do you come up with that much content? I feel like we're struggling to come up with the content. We're how, not magicians. That, and we're not magicians, though. We're not nearly as entertaining as. A and magician. that doesn't translate well to podcasts. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Look what I can do. That was my card. <laughs> I could be the best magician <laughs> in the world, and you guys would have no idea. I so. can't believe what I'm seeing. I feel like we're forgetting something. I don't. Um. Oh. So we're caught up on the Mandalorian. Yes, we'll just jump into that. We'll give it a quick minute. Yeah, I mean it's it's. So we're talking episode five. Yeah, chapter five, the gunslinger, and I legitimately don't have a lot to say about this particular episode. I'm sure that I have plenty of friends or fans that would uh, disagree with this opinion, but I found it to be very underwhelming. Well, and and you know, tell us what you liked or didn't like about it, and maybe. We can take that into consideration. Yeah, I mean, this could have been one of those things where there were just little callbacks that I just yeah. am not familiar with or what, but I it, just found it very, I found it very boring. It was nice to see Ming Na Wen. Yes, I'm. I'm excited about her being in it, and I and I have a theory about her character at the moment. Um, you think she's not? I don't think she's down for the count. I don't think she's down forever. Yeah, she does get. Knocked out, it seems, but I don't think it's going to be. I don't think they bring in somebody like her and not keep her in for if, a little bit. If we get a scene with her and Gina Carano, <laughs> that would be dope. <laughs> <laughs> so that's about all I can say about The Mandalorian's most recent episode. We're going to try to keep current talking about the show because it is yeah. something that we. But try since to watch we record ahead of time, possible. it won't be. But yeah, exactly since we're recording on. a little bit later, then you guys aren't going to hear it until later, I guess. But uh, I can hardly like I can hardly remember what the episode is about. I know that Mandalorian was helping that ship gets broken. He yeah, he yeah. lands where what's her name again? The one that with the droids that fixes the ship. The actress I always said she drove me nuts. Amy Sedaris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With her horrible she, wig. Pelimoto Mato. But she yeah, helps. She wig. holds Baby Yoda. Yeah, she takes care of Baby Yoda for a little bit. Um, again, for lack of a better term for that character little yeeter little yeeter (laughs) uh i personally like i like amy sedaris is kind of hitting this for me she's yeah she's all right i I don't know that she belongs in this universe that wig was super distracting it was very bad yeah and if it wasn't a wig then jesus oh good lord she needs to shoot somebody could be a perm we're bringing, we're bringing back that 70s <laughs> perm. People still get perms. Well, it's not still a thing. Yeah. I don't know why, but people still get perms. Are you making fun of me with my perm? Yep. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll keep you guys up to date as far as The Mandalorian goes. Still enjoying it for the most part. Right. I'm still, I mean, I'm obvious, like, I'm still going to watch it. I'm not going to not watch it because it was one kind of boring episode. Right. I haven't fallen off yet. I, I'm still enjoying it, but well, you know it's a hundred floors of fright. They can't all be winners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> my theory on it. I, I'm going to continue. What there's episodes of The Office I skip all the time, or Bob's that's Burgers fair. because they're just not my favorite. So this one will probably be that episode. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, we should 
wrap this wrap it bitch up. up. Yeah, we'll uh, we're gonna try and get some more content probably up on our Facebook page. Maybe do some live videos of Johnny eating random crap Yay. to entertain y'all. Um, other than that, we don't have any huge plans, but we do have another episode coming up here in the next little while. So we plan on talking Rise of Skywalker here really soon. soon. So we're gonna we'll post this up later in the week and then um, talk Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. We'll see you then. I don't know about you, but I get to see it two nights in a row. So I'm pretty excited about that. That's awesome. I probably yeah. will do the same. Yeah. Okay. All right. I guess I'll get going. If going was on it, uh, you know what I'm going to say. You fucked it up. I Start did. over. No, I'm done. Do it Stick again. A fork in me. Stick a fork in me. I'm done. I guess I'll get going. I if have going a sign off this time. I actually have one. And, and you I'm just talked over mine. I did. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I guess I'll get going if going is what I need to get. See, you got it. Eventually. I'm so proud of you. Mine's, we're all geeks about something. It's just something different. Nerds. Nerds.